This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today. Tonight, President Biden's plan to combat an Omicron surge as the variant takes hold just four days before Christmas. The president vows to step up testing and send help to overwhelmed hospitals, pleading with Americans to get vaccinated. The commander in chief tonight trying to calm an anxious nation. We should all be concerned about Omicron, not panic. Plus, more cities implement vaccine requirements as Broadway cancels shows and the NHL pauses its season. Holiday shipping crunch, the last-minute shopping rush as millions of Americans scramble to get their packages delivered in time. Winter weather warning, snow and ice headed for both coasts. How could it impact your holiday travel plans? Supply chain chaos, how one of the largest ports in the country cleared out its backlog. The lessons to be learned about getting products off ships and on to shelves. These containers are all loaded on rail cars that are going to head to big cities. Sentencing outrage. A young truck driver is given 110 years in prison for a 2019 pileup that killed four people. Protest tonight saying the sentence is excessive. The war on cancer, a closer look at the racial divide in diagnosis and treatment. And finally, a story about a Christmas tree that could become your new tradition and help the environment at the same time. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. We begin with the Omicron surge. The variant is spreading faster than all other COVID strains. This we know. On Monday, the CDC reported nearly 290,000 new COVID cases. That is the second most new infections in one day since this pandemic began. And the spike in cases has President Biden unveiling new plans to combat Omicron. We'll have more details on that in just a moment. With just days until, yes, our second COVID Christmas, health officials are urging those headed to family gatherings to do the following. Get tested, vaccinated, and boosted, underscoring that vaccinations reduce your risk. Professional sports are grappling with this resurgence as well. The NHL announced it will pause its season, and the league will reportedly keep its players out of the Beijing Winter Olympics after a spike in infections. There are, as you can tell, a lot of COVID headlines to get to tonight. And CBS's Nancy Chen starts us off at a pop-up testing site in New York City. Nancy, good evening. Major, good evening to you. Just days before Christmas, it's a scramble against fast-moving Omicron, with the CDC predicting record-high new infections nationwide as soon as January. Here in New York, more than one in 10 tests is coming back positive for COVID. In Times Square, the crossroads of the world, long lines to get tested as the rapidly spreading Omicron variant grips New York City. 92% of cases in the area are connected to Omicron, and the city is testing more than 130,000 people each day, double the number from just three weeks ago. Today, Mayor Bill de Blasio announcing a reward for booster shots. Get your booster shot, get a $100 incentive. And there's rampant COVID testing in Chicago, where Mayor Lori Lightfoot set proof of vaccine requirements for restaurants, gyms, and entertainment venues. This is what we have to do to keep our health system from becoming overwhelmed. And tonight, the CDC reports more than 1,000 children have now died from COVID since the beginning of the pandemic. Research shows that the risk of household transmission is nearly three times higher for Omicron than the Delta variant. One in five hospitals nationwide expects a staffing shortage within a week. Each variant has its own little shop of horrors. And and in the case of the Omicron variant, that's what this is, that one-two punch of so many people getting infected and knocking out a substantial segment of our healthcare workforce at the same time. Peter Hotez is a virologist at Houston's Baylor College of Medicine and recommends a fourth shot for healthcare workers and those who are immunocompromised. The level of protective immunity uh, after the third immunization against the Omicron variant wanes, declines pretty rapidly. Massachusetts is one of several states activating the National Guard to support hospitals as Omicron spreads. You think that people should reconsider holiday plans? I think people should take a hard look at them and and really think about their individual situations with their families. And tonight, another weapon in the fight against COVID. The FDA is reportedly expected to approve treatment pills from Pfizer and Merck sometime this week. The pills could be taken at the early onset of symptoms and help prevent hospitalizations major. Nancy Chen, thank you. Now to the White House, where President Biden tried to reassure vaccinated Americans about their holiday gatherings while warning the unvaccinated they risk severe illness and even death. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is there. President Biden today tried leveling with a wary nation. I want to start by acknowledging how tired, worried and frustrated I know you are. He assured those who are vaccinated and have a booster shot that they should be able to gather over the holidays but also had a stark warning for Americans who don't have their shots. 
Almost everyone who has died from COVID-19 in the past many months has been unvaccinated. 68 million people are still unvaccinated, and of the more than 200 million who are fully vaccinated, only 30 percent have that critical booster shot. Just the other day, former President Trump announced he had gotten his booster shot. It may be one of the few things he and I agree on. People with booster shots are highly protected. With growing testing lines around the country, the president announced plans to distribute 500 million at-home testing kits next month, available for order online for free. And new federal testing sites will be opening nationwide, first in densely populated New York City. To deal with the ongoing crush at some hospitals, FEMA is already deploying emergency medical teams to six states, and a 1,000 military health professionals are ready to deploy. Even with this warlike footing, including a fresh supply of ventilators, masks, and gloves ready to go, the president tried to sound reassuring. We should all be concerned about Omicron, but not panicked. The president himself had a close call with the virus. A staffer he came into close contact with late last week tested positive on Monday. The president was tested. He tested negative. And aides say he'll be tested again tomorrow. Major. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Tonight there are two storm systems that could make for messy driving conditions for holiday travelers on both coasts. Parts of New England will get snow and freezing rain tonight, while in the west, the Sierras could get up to 10 feet of snow by the end of the week, making driving treacherous along Interstate 80. Elsewhere, rain and wind will disrupt travel in the Bay Area tomorrow and in Los Angeles Thursday. There was also severe weather in Florida today. A tornado touched down in South Fort Myers, damaging several homes. At least one person was hurt. Americans are hitting the stores, frantically searching for those last-minute gifts, Finding them is one thing, of course, getting them there on time, quite another. Here is CBS's Janet Shamlian. Tis the night before the Christmas panic. When all through the stores, like Houston's Fundamentally Toys, procrastinators paced the aisles. And you waited till the last minute because... It's like that every time. <laughs> There's just no way about it. <laughs> Manager Cliff Moss says the most popular items are long gone. What's it like in the store right now? Uh, it's crazy. We don't have a lot of, of what they you know, might be looking for. For those relying on premium services to deliver gifts before Christmas, it's almost the midnight hour. I'm sending out a parcel. You know, it gets there on time, but I doubt it. At the post office, Thursday is the last day to ship Priority Mail Express. Same with next day delivery via UPS and FedEx. And only FedEx can help you if you wait until Friday using same day delivery. With an active season driven by pent-up demand, the National Retail Federation predicts record sales. It looks like uh, actual retail sales will exceed our forecast and uh, be upwards of 11% in terms of growth. But the Omicron variant could be a last-minute Grinch. What about the U-turn of the last few days in terms of the rise of the new variant? Well, we always knew that COVID could cause some uncertainty around the holidays. Outdoor shopping centers like this have been especially popular amid COVID concerns. And this is the time that people tend to hit the brick and mortar stores as some online sellers can no longer deliver in time. Major. COVID could cause some uncertainty. Yes, indeed. Janet Shamley, and thanks so much. We turn now to a possible solution to unclog shipping ports where goods have been stacking up, as you've been reading, for months. A new pop-up concept is being used at the port of Savannah, one of the nation's busiest. It could be applied nationwide. Here is CBS's Chris Van Cleve. That 
That's the sound of the holiday rush at the port of Savannah. Here, it's not about delivering gifts. It's about clearing the backlog of cargo containers. Three months ago, they were really piling up, sitting here for up to 12 days. It's now closer to seven days. And to help, the port established what amounts to four inland pop-up ports. We think these things can be replicated across the nation. You see these pop-up yards becoming permanent yards. I see some of them becoming permanent yards where it's actually going to help our business. The pop-ups were idle rail yards that are now bringing cargo closer to its final destination while freeing up space at the dock. The port has been working around the clock, 24 hours a day, loading and unloading these giant ships, and it's having an impact. In October, they had 31 vessels waiting offshore to be unloaded. That number has been cut to just six. It's that kind of problem solving that I think is going to help us deal with these short-term issues, even while we're making big investments for the long run. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the Biden administration is now looking if similar pop-up sites make sense nationwide. But supply chain delays mean some goods did not make it before the holidays. There are a lot of people out in the country who are going to see this and say, you haven't fixed the problem. We welcome ideas, but look at what we've been able to do. Cutting some of these container dwell times in half. Uh, If you go to the store, uh, you're going to see a lot of options there. That's actually our most popular piece. But furniture designer Rule Joyner still finds the kinks in his supply chain are limiting his options. This sofa is made in Dallas, but one of its parts comes from China and is back-ordered. We normally get this done in 24 to 30 days. Right now, we're probably looking at a six-month lead time. His warehouse has about half its normal inventory. It's a bunch of issues. It's the perfect storm. Will it ease? Yes, I think it will. At the end of the day, is the supply chain costing you money? Yes, absolutely. It's costing you money. The costly consequence of a supply chain struggling to deliver. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Savannah, Georgia. In Colorado tonight, calls for leniency after a young truck driver was sentenced to more than 100 years in prison for his role in a deadly accident. Karen Morfitt from our CBS Denver station, KCNC, is covering this story. I'm begging for forgiveness. Roel Aguilera Medeiros was sentenced to more than 100 years in prison after a jury found him guilty of four counts of vehicular homicide and 23 other charges for this 2019 crash that killed four people. I'm crying all the time when I'm thinking about it. Aguilera Medeiros, who was 23 at the time, claimed the brakes failed as he was driving out of the mountains and couldn't pull over to avoid stopped traffic. Video shows he passed a runaway truck ramp where prosecutors say he could have pulled off. He made a series of terrible decisions. Aguilera Medeiros got the minimum sentence for every count, but Colorado's law mandates they be served consecutively, adding up to 110 years, effectively a life sentence. If I had the discretion, it would not be my sentence. Some truck drivers have said on social media they'll boycott the state during their routes to protest. And more than 4 million have signed an online petition asking the governor to reduce the prison time. Gage Evans, whose husband Bill Bailey died in the crash, says Aguilera Madero's sentence should not be commuted. Instead, she says the mandatory sentencing laws need to be reevaluated. He should not have taken a mountainous route with no experience. 
Now, the DA overseeing the case has already taken the extraordinary step of asking that the court reconsider the sentence. And tonight, Colorado Governor Jared Polis says his office has received Aguilar's request for clemency, and they are reviewing it. Major? KCNC's Karen Morfitt. Thank you. Tonight, we continue our special series on the 50th anniversary of the war on cancer. CBS's Dr. John LaPook looks at the racial divide in this fight. I was so afraid to go that I was putting off going. Tracy Tomer had her first mammogram at age 53 after feeling a lump in her breast. She was diagnosed with breast cancer, but there were delays before treatment began. In this area that I live in, in Brownsville, there's no mammogram service over here. There's no chemo service over here. There's no radiation. Black women are more likely than white women to have tumors missed during screening and to have delays in diagnosis and treatment. One reason is access to care. All the appointments were so far away from one another. It's really a bad situation for women of color in this neighborhood. When it comes to breast and other cancers, the hard truth is there's a racial divide. While black and white women have the same chance of getting breast cancer, black women are more likely to be diagnosed with advanced cancer and are 40% more likely to die from it. There are biases. There are implicit and explicit biases that exist within healthcare systems. Tomer's surgeon, Dr. Vivian B., is trying to change that equation. And we have to look at the finances, the transportation. You can have a cancer treatment center, but if it's not accessible, patients cannot get to those areas. There are racial differences in the biology of tumors and the types of breast cancer. Black women are more likely to be diagnosed with actually a triple negative breast cancer, um, which is more difficult to treat. In the 1990s, genetic researcher John Carpton was studying patients with a strong family history of prostate cancer, which kills black men at twice the rate of white men. I remember asking myself, I wonder how many of these families are African-American. That was hard to answer because racial and ethnic minorities have been underrepresented in research studies. If we've got 95% of the data coming from whites, how can we say that we understand the full complexity of cancer when we know that the cancers disproportionately impact other groups? My new journey in life has been dealing with breast cancer. Tomer is now spreading a message of cancer awareness, including a tattoo that says it all. Get your dukes up. Get your dukes up. That's right. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. New York. Two people are facing charges after a fight broke out at Miami International Airport Monday night. It all started after a charter flight was delayed. Officials said a passenger took the keys to an airport golf cart, refusing to let a worker leave. Meanwhile, tonight, the FAA and TSA are warning unruly air passengers they could lose their pre-check eligibility, which allows travelers to avoid certain security screening procedures and wait in shorter lines. 
A warning tonight for people who buy salad products from Fresh Express. The company is recalling several products because of a possible listeria contamination. They were sold in 19 states and are marked, listen carefully, with codes Z324 through Z350. Shoppers are urged to contact Fresh Express or their local retailer for a refund. We take you now to Kentucky, where a caravan of kindness delivered everything from toys to cleaning supplies for victims of those deadly tornadoes earlier this month. More than 60 school buses and tractor trailers arrived with donated goods collected by several school districts. Now, some of the items will be stored so they can be used as needed in the coming months. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. the season for Christmas trees, and with it comes the age-old debate. Artificial or real? CBS's Roxana Saberi reports there's another option taking root in England. At Primrose Vale Farm in England, this Christmas tree has waited all year to reunite with Dee Campling. For the second year in a row, the interior designer is renting the living potted tree for around $60. Why did you want to get a rental Christmas tree? Every year I hate seeing the used Christmas trees left on the side of the road. People just dump them. It seems that renting a tree is the most environmentally friendly way of celebrating Christmas. Environmentalists. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Say a chopped tree can leave a heavy carbon footprint unless it's recycled. And that plastic trees can be even worse. That's one reason rental trees are a growing trend in the UK. Manager Paul Keane says nearly all of his farm's 1,000 firs and spruces for rent were reserved long before Christmas. I think people love the idea of keeping a tree alive, uh, of not killing it for Christmas. After Christmas, the rental trees will be brought back here. They'll be replanted in these pots in the ground where they'll live to see another Christmas. That's what Campling plans to do, decking her halls year after year with the same tree. Roxana Saberi, CBS News, Gloucestershire, England. Question, can I rent that so-so Christmas sweater? On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, how close are we to a vaccine for breast cancer? We will tell you in our special series, The War on Cancer, 50 Years. If you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in the nation's capital. Good night. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, 
were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.